Hey guys, I just wanted to reach out to you and let you know that Surewinder is still selling amazing products. Some of you guys have been dragging your feet for whatever reason. If your shoulder hurts, do not waste time. Pull the trigger. I just bought uh, four or five of them and uh, we had two guys out. You know how much it cost me to pay for two guys being out with bad shoulders? We just pulled the trigger and we said, listen, everybody's going to have one on a truck. It's mandatory. You got to use it. Don't hesitate. Don't wait till your guys go down. It's going to cost you more. Buy a sure winner. Wow. I'm still slow. We made it. We're here. This is Ryan Torch Talk Podcast. Tamara is uh, quicker on the button today, but uh, a little bit of a delay there. It's okay. We paused long enough. We will get this intro down one day. Yeah. Probably me. I just need to wait. Be patient, which I suck at. Um, today, we're going to take a little bit of a unique twist. There's been a lot of conversations in GDU lately about uh, virtual assistance and efficiency. And as business owners, a lot of times we get bogged down with administrative stuff. And, you know, as you learn more about the EOS system and the integrator and the visionary, you learn that visionaries get frustrated and have a tendency to just like um, ignore the administrative stuff, even if it really needs to get done. Things like responding to emails, bills, um, whatever, you name it. So we got to talking in a GDU about uh, virtual assistants. And for those of you guys who know the story, um, Tamara, I, I found Tamara through a virtual agency, um, like a hiring agency. So they matched us. They matched me with three people. And then I narrowed it down to the lovely Tamara because she was the most personable. I felt like our relationships uh, would grow and um, I felt like our communication was good. The other two people were um, were great, but they came from like corporate jobs. Um, Tamara was a little bit more hippie. She made candles, you know, like. Oh, I made soap. Soap, sorry, soap, soap and candles, <laughs> whatever. Um, so I don't know. I just hit it off with her. I really, I really thought like I need someone who is an assistant that I can enjoy talking to. Um, that's not going to be too stuffy. And when I say stupid stuff, I don't want them to get their feelings hurt. So uh, I feel like I've only hurt your feelings a couple times. So that's good. Yeah, not very many. Yeah, it's good. Um, so we're going to talk today about virtual assistance for owners in the garage door business and how that can help. And today we have Tamara on, who is my former executive assistant, who is now the COO of Garage Door U, uh, which is our peer, peer platform. Mm -hmm. Uh, we have 30 something business owners in there that meet on a regular basis and, we discuss some of the challenges and how, how to overcome them. And then we have Jen who's on as well. And Jen is my new executive assistant. Um, and they're very different and I'm trying to get used to the shift a little bit. Um, Jen works an ungodly amount of time, which I had a conversation with her about. I feel like Tamara was kind of like that in the beginning. Mm -hmm. uh, and so trying to bring balance there, but not to get too much in Jen's business. Um, she has jumped right in and I always say, I like to pull people back then push them forward. And she is testing that because she is like a freaking Lamborghini. Uh, yeah. She's zero to a 60 uh, in like one second. She's super fast. Everything she does very resourceful. Um, and I've, I told her, I said, I got to be careful what I say not even knowing that she's listening in meetings, I will mention something and she will start working on it, which is great. Cause it's like a genie. You just like, uh, say, Hey, I want this. And she makes it happen. So it's very cool. And I'll tell you from a business owner's perspective, um, you know, the thought of hiring an assistant felt like a little pompous to me in the beginning. I felt like, what am I going to look like when people find out that I have an assistant? Um, you know, I don't know. It just felt very privileged. What, 
do you guys ever get that feeling? Like when you, as a business owner, you feel like you should just be able to handle your stuff by hiring an assistant. Like there's a little bit of, maybe a little ego thing or maybe insecurity thing that is associated with that. Yeah. I don't, I mean, being an assistant, I, I am obviously biased, but there, I see a lot. And especially now that I work with business owners at different stages in their careers and at different sizes in their businesses, it's easy for me to see what, what their struggles are and how having a virtual assistant, even if it's part-time would be able to alleviate some of the stress that they're feeling in different areas. Um, depending on what the needs are, I, I don't feel, I mean, I can see how it would be like a little bit, like you'd be leery of getting one because I should be able to handle this type thing. But as a business owner and an entrepreneur and a visionary, which most of our business owners are, right? Um, you really should be dedicating your time to tasks that are visionary tasks and not uh, not you know menial tasks that somebody like me. Yeah, thousand dollar bucket jobs instead of ten dollar bucket jobs for sure. Absolutely, love Thomas. Had somebody ask me, and it's great because like you know I I look at my email every once in a while, but um. I love, I love the fact that I don't read every solicitation. It means I spend less money. Yep. You know, like, um, people are constantly, I mean, I got so many people trying to get money from me. And so, I mean, if you get a hundred, you know, a couple of them might look appealing and I don't really view it as like, um, missed opportunity because, I spend a lot of time, I try to spend a lot of time um, brainstorming and strategizing. And so I feel like, um, you know, if it's out there, I'll find it. So what are some of the ways like that you think you've helped me the most since you came on Tamara? Oh, um, well, the, one of the biggest parts of my job when I was your assistant was going through all those emails, which I know that you have made that clear from the beginning that you absolutely hate email and you get a lot of email, uh, a lot of it. Um, and so it was kind of the first thing that I jumped in on was reading all of those emails, sorting them into files and making you aware of only what needed your attention and handling everything else myself. Um, that was probably the biggest thing um, that I kind of started with. Uh, and our position is kind of unique too, right? Because we, I, I started out as a virtual assistant, but then you used my specific skill set um, to grow into being something a little bit more. So, yeah, not a little bit more, a lot of bit more, but yes. yeah, um, you learned quick. Um, you did a good job of representing yourself and you gained the respect of a lot of business owners and that puts you in that position. So it wasn't necessarily me. It was more you, but um one thing that, you know, I get the question when I talk about like our dynamic or Jen and I, as an assistant, um, you pretty much have, you have my whole life in your palms, right? Like yeah. uh, there's gotta be a level of trust there. Absolutely. For um, sure. You have access to all emails. You see everything. Um, and the way we do that is through delegation rights. Mm -hmm. A lot of, a lot of email platforms have it, but we can set up, I got, I got uh Tamara engine set up on delegation on Gmail where they can actually read and respond to my emails. Mm -hmm. uh, so there's really no hiding anything there. Um, so you gotta be, you gotta be open to the transparency that comes along with that so that you can be more effective. Uh, if they don't have access to your email, it's going to be very difficult and they need full access to be able to schedule appointments on your calendar as well. Mm -hmm. And so um, Tamara's really good at that, actually. Um, like beyond good. So uh, <laughs> It's a little running joke we've got. Um, mm -hmm. Jen, have, 
have you ever been an assistant prior to this? Um, kind of. Um, I've been more of a front desk assistant to very large companies. Um, I did work from home uh, about a, six, seven years ago uh, for another company in Florida when I uh, lived down there and I moved back up to Georgia. Uh, I did, I was basically handling things like I'm doing now, email, um, I was doing collections. Uh, it was just, you know, making sure everything ran smoothly on the owner side. So everything ran smoothly for the customers and the technicians. And that's interesting to say, because it's, it, that was a time before the word virtual assistant was, so it sounds like you were a virtual assistant, but we, that, that term back then didn't really exist. So I did something similar for a different company for four or five years before Ryan and I um, were connected, but I, I didn't know that I was a virtual assistant, but technically that's what I was doing. So it's kind of since after COVID, that whole work from home thing and, and this being a position that can be done virtually relatively easily, um, that's kind of become a term that's used more often now and people are actually familiar with. Um, but, you know, it does take, I, I, I see when I have conversations about this with our GDU members and different business owners, the trust thing is the biggest hurdle that I feel like they have to overcome. Um, and finding that like connect, I think the connection and the trust are two of the things that have to be there. And if you hire somebody that's smart and can think on their feet, everything else can kind of come afterwards. Um, I totally did not expect to be handling the, the things that I handled, you know, even before Garage Door U, but you just, you know, I'm the kind of person that when you delegate something to me, I'll figure out how to do it, you know? And I think that's really important when you're working virtually. I would like to hang out right there for a second because the lines of the scope of work as a virtual assistant is very blurry, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. So a virtual assistant in my eyes and you guys, I'd love to hear y'all's opinion mm -hmm. is whatever I need to free me up to do what I need to do. Um, and, and that's kind of what both of you have done. So what are, are there lines and do you agree with my statement on that? I definitely, our philosophies on that are pretty aligned. And I think that that's one of the reasons that we work really well together is because I, I agree. I think that nothing is off the table. If, even if it's personal projects, I, you know, that is something that I'm happy to take care of. I don't have an issue with it at all. There are virtual assistants who specialize in certain things. So if you want a virtual assistant that has a design experience and can run your social media campaigns, or you're looking for somebody with an accounting background to run your HR and payroll and accounts payable and accounts receivable, there e even there are virtual assistants who are paralegals if, you know, that having legal aid is something that is important to you. But um general VAs, I feel like have a skill set that can be applied in a whole bunch of different areas. Um, and I've been out of kind of the, the chatter of VAs. Jen, you might be able to speak a little bit more about that. How do you feel about what our, what's, what's our scope of work? What's within our wheelhouse? I feel, I mean, I agree with you. Um, for me, um, I guess I was, I'm more on the admin side of things. Um, so when things are handed to me, I know I have to get it done. Right. And, you know, that's like, you know, that's, that's my task. Like it's being handed off to me. So there are a few things where, um, I do reach out to you to kind of understand a little better, mm -hmm. um, because that's like a, you know, a bump in the road for me. Um, but once I get over that, you know, it's, it's easy flowing and I get the concept of it. Um, but I, I, I really agree with you because it's, you know, you have the general and then you have specific assistants. Um, and I think we both fall under the general because we have so much experience in different fields. Yeah. Um, and if we don't know about something like you and I are going to just figure it out, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like, like, it doesn't we, matter. <laughs> I, 
I definitely feel like we work very well together and, you know, we team up and we, you know, learn something. We Mm -hmm. research and we figure out, you know, could we use this? Could we do that? You know, what would Ryan say? Um, You know, just trying to make it easier, not just for him, but for the company too. Yeah, absolutely. So give me examples of things that you guys have done or do on a daily basis. Uh, Jen, it's going to be all over the place. Jen is like, I don't know. I, she, I'm convinced that she's actually more than one person. Like, I, I think that she's probably hiring all her friends from that other company. <laughs> right? Like I had that thought coming in this morning. So did like, I. Jen is oh, actually like- paying all of these people that she knows from that old company. And that's how she's working like five people. I know. It's really crazy. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't even know. I thought I was fast and it's been a very humbling experience I'll, to watch how she's just like hopped in and changed so yeah. much for the better. I'll yeah. be like, we'll be on a debrief call at the end of the day. And I'll be like, Hey, we need to do this. She's like, it's already taken care of. It's in your box. So you can check it. I'm like, Holy cow. Okay. All right. What about <laughs> this already done? Uh, first version for your review is here. And I'm just like, it's almost like she knows what I'm thinking before I even think it. And she's already started on it. Yeah. Uh, but the turnaround time and the resources is impressive. So um, you want to give them like uh Jen, like uh, yesterday, mm-hmm. yesterday was probably a good example. Cause I offloaded a bunch of stuff on you. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to share what yesterday looked like? Um, well, the debrief part or the whole day, the whole day. Um, well, I mean, pretty much it was as as normal. We have a bunch of meetings, you know, we either I'm taking notes or recording it and making sure my notes match the, the recording. Um, and then, you know, we look into, for example, um, you're looking you know, to get everything done in a time frame for um, one of the showrooms that you're going to open. Mm-hmm. So, you know, getting all that information in line, getting those ducks ready to go, um, making sure, you know, uh, the limitations um, are right for certain things, uh, permits, um, you know, communicating. Yeah, so for with- example, this is great. Let's just hang out here for a minute. I'm getting quotes for signs and I'm getting conflicting things from these sign companies telling me that the permits are requiring this and blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, let's just cut through the chase. I don't have time to research it. I don't know who to believe. So Jen, will you do research or call the city of Atlanta and find out for me what the restrictions are for a sign? Boom. She's got it to me within a couple hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was, uh, that was nice because now I can evaluate each quote, figure out which one I can go with. Last thing I want to do is spend eight, 10 grand on a sign and then have to replace it again because, you know, the city makes me take it down. Right. So I, was- I agree. They, um, it's funny that you say that because when I was doing my research, um, there was, it was a, a, like a club or group that has a building in Buckhead and they actually... Um, I guess there was some confusion with the sign and they um, got a citation for the sign not following um, the limitations. Um, and there was like a big article on it and it basically, you know, broke down why they got a citation and it lists the reasons. Um, so that set a good example for me to, you know, be like, okay, well, if they're in Buckhead, and that's where we're looking for, um, it, it, you know, I kind of use that to find the resources that I needed to send to you. Yeah. Yeah. She was over there reviewing like, like section 13, row A, subsection B5-7 of like the code of the city. Like it was a lot. So, so. then she was working on a flyer for me, mm-hmm. um, her or one of her employees, I don't know. Um, wouldn't it be crazy if she was actually like an executive assistant for like 10 people 
Yeah. She had all these people like working for her and I didn't even know. But like, she's the face of it all. Like everyone thinks they employ Jen, but really like it's a conglomerate. Like <laughs> it's like a whole group <laughs> behind me. Let's not give her any ideas. <laughs> so that, you know, she's doing some graphic work for me on a flyer that we're going to send out. Um, you know, we, uh, wait, I don't even know. And then last night, you know, we, we have a debrief call every day, try to get on at five o'clock if our schedules align, but sometimes, uh, it's five fifteen or five twenty, And then, you know, we go through what we accomplished for the day and, um, you know, it's just nice because I'm able to focus on more big, big picture stuff. And then things that I normally wouldn't do because I just can't get to them. They're just, they're priority, but they're not high priority like now. Um, so I'm focusing on, um, the future and trying to stay ahead and not be so consumed in the now. Cause if I'm now I'm not prepared for what's ahead. And so I want to be prepared for what's ahead. And Jen's helping me do that. And, um, you know, I've been trying to do this mailer for over a year and, you know, I think things are just clicking and we're, we're making it happen. So this is really exciting. Um, and so anything like, um, I think the characteristics of a good virtual assistant, in my opinion, are they gotta be, they gotta be, their energy has to be positive. That's like the very first thing I think that I'm looking for, just because if I'm, if I'm going to talk to this person all day, every day, and they're going to be engaged with me, I need them not to suck the life out of me. Right. Um, it has to so, be a good personality fit for sure. Got to be a good personality fit. Um, then secondly, I would say uh, they've got to be resourceful because there's going to be things that are thrown at them that they may not have the skill set for but if if like Tamara and Jen they're just good at figuring things out they're resourceful whether they make a phone call or they do a google search or hell maybe they go to chat gtp or whatever and get some ai feedback i don't know um and then i would say they got to work at a fast pace um you know they have different skill sets tamara is uh she can type notes and listen in on a meeting, which is, I'm pretty sure she's not even human, but uh, <laughs> she'll take notes on a 45 minute meeting, like word for word almost, uh, which is pretty impressive. Um, and Jen, uh, she takes like brief notes, but then uses like a um, type of bot to write the notes for her, mm -hmm. uh, which is cool. And so, you know, you got different ways of doing things and, creativity, uh, speed, speed of work, um, uh, being a good listener. Like, that's why I said, like, Jen, I gotta be careful because I'll have an idea. And sometimes I think out loud and I gotta be careful with her because I could be thinking out loud and, you know, within a couple hours, she's already formed that idea and created it and is putting it in motion and letting me know about it as she's doing it. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. It's, just, it's like being on a roller coaster where it's starting to go too fast and you're like <laughs> getting old and I need to slow down a little bit. Um, so 15, 20 years ago, I feel like that would have been a good pace for me. It's good because it's pushing me a little bit um, and things are getting done at a much faster pace. Right. So that feels good. Yeah. Consistency. And everything, including price, reliability, quality, not just quality, but great quality control. These are things that describe Somer USA. Somer is not some startup company, not one that you need to be worried about going out of business in the near future. Somer's a two, Somer and their family of businesses are $200 million companies. They're in over 100 countries. And they have locations in 20 countries. This is a large organization who stands behind their product and works through integrity. And there's not another company out there willing to drop what they're doing and help you out like Somer. 
These guys are awesome. Not only have they been loyal to the Torsion Talk podcast, they've been loyal to the technicians and the owners of the companies who install their product. In my opinion, if you're not at least offering Somer as an additional option, you're cheating yourself. Listen, first-time dealers, I've got a special for you. If you buy 10 or more Somers between now and the end of the season six, while supplies last, we will offer you free shipping. You have no more excuses. The prices are great. The product is amazing. Go check out Somer USA and order 10 for free shipping. Yeah, I would say that the that the the personality fit is key. Look for somebody that has a high level of personal responsibility. Like they like I know that that can sometimes get you into trouble like as an assistant having too much personal responsibility, but I think that that's what enables me and Jen also to be really good cuz we just like we own it. If if you mention it and you give it to us, it will get done. And I I would expect to have some time in the beginning of the relationship where you're learning to trust each other. Um, like you and I, you remember, I used to send you a list of everything that I accomplished during the day. Um, and then it became apparent that like you were taking up time to read this list and I was getting things done. And that was just a waste as we got to know each other. So um, expect there to be a little bit of an adjustment, but I think really finding the person that, that you work well with, and that is a, you know, that can own own what you delegate to them. Those are the two most important things to me. Yeah. And I think that like you want to hire somebody where when you ask them what they did that day, they don't get offended and they're like, oh, here, this is what I did. Right. So yeah. And I think that anybody worth their salt will be more than happy like to track that and hand over that information because I'm proud of what I'm able to accomplish during a day and having hesitation about that. I th- I feel like that's for sure a red flag. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. That is definitely a red flag. Um, and I, I agree that like showing your work is basically to me, it's like ownership. Like this is it's what I've done. I'm proud right? of what I did. Yeah. You know, and especially when you get good feedback, like, oh, this is awesome. Like it makes you feel better. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that I would recommend um, when looking into an assistant, especially if you're, you're a general assistant, is being tech savvy mm-hmm. and knowing how to use a computer in programs. Yeah. Um, and if you're not, you're going to, you know, you're going to fall back and you're not going to really understand the concept of doing several different things because a simple program can help you in like five, six different ways. Yeah. Jen's an expert on stuff. Like I don't even know. You can thank my dad for that one. (laughs) Yeah. I asked her to do something that I thought was going to, what was it? I was like, Oh, I need you to add all the Braves games to this calendar. Yo. I was like, this is going to take her forever. And I don't know. She was like, okay, it's done. I'm like, what? So <laughs> I go in there and it looks like she used a program to, to somehow upload all the Braves games to the calendar. And stuff like that blows my mind. Yeah. I would have spent freaking hours. Yeah. That I would have messed up because I would have been distracted and got back to it. And I would have had wrong dates and wrong times. Um, but she just like found a way to like push a button and get all the games on there. I just beyond me. Yeah. So like there's things like that where it's just, you know, you can, when you hire somebody where like as a business owner, we, we have so much wasted time Mm -hmm. having somebody who understands technology, you know, and can work on those 10, 15, 20, $50 buckets while you're focused on $100 and $1,000 buckets. That's the key. Like, you know, they say you can't get time back, but you really can. Yep. So if you, if you, if you exchange money for time, which is about the only thing that you can do to get time back. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it flip flops. Like I have this conversation quite a bit 
where in the beginning, you typically don't have a lot of money, but you got a lot of time right. and you're sitting around waiting for the phone to ring or whatever. You're out knocking on doors, whatever you got to do. But there's a point in time where that flips and all of a sudden you're really busy and money is pretty good. And so um, now you have money, but you've got no time. So that's when you start looking at hiring an employee or even a virtual assistant, whatever, and you buy your time back. So let's say if you if you paid for 20 hours a week, 20 hour a week uh, for a virtual assistant is probably like 40 or 50 hours of admin work from a from a, a owner offshore company, right? Because you know, most are not super tech savvy. Most probably don't do admin work very well, like all that. Well, and plus you're getting interrupted while you're doing it, right? With the 10 million other things that yeah. you've got on your plate. 100%. So, you know, I get in this conversation about like, when should I hire a virtual assistant? Mm -hmm. And if I had to do it all over again, and I knew what I know now, I would have hired one as soon as humanly possible. And that would have been the person that answered the phones, mm -hmm. did the billing, mm -hmm. um, Quote, build, help me build quotes. If it's a Pay new door, then follow up with customers. Everything. Because yeah. it's like a virtual assistant um, historically is like, that's what we talked about was boundaries. Like, what is the boundary? What What is the job scope of this? It's whatever we need. Mm -hmm. And there's people out there who like Jen and Tamara who like, get their rocks off by like doing millions of things all at once. Like they love it. Maybe I am not. fulfilled by helping others. I don't know about getting my rocks off by doing a million things. <laughs> well, I think that it's important that people know that, um, you know, there's people that, that enjoy it. Yeah. Want to commit to it. You know, I'm having conversations with Jen about working less she's like working on the weekend and waiting for her kids to go to bed and waking up early. And I'm like, dude, do you sleep? Like, I, just I feel like neither of us sleep at all. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's part of being a mom too. We have that drive in us um, to get things done. Uh, and, you know, we're, is that a prerequisite? Should we, should we hire moms? Well, you know, it's, it's funny you say that because there is, there's a hiring place called mom project and it, it takes mom, it takes these group of moms that want to go back into the workforce and they have classes they can take. They, you know, they post jobs that can be done virtually. Um, and they, you know, they hook up the company with moms. Um, so I feel like, you know, if you are a mom, you do you do, uh, I guess more like you, you take the responsibility of things and you get it done. And we're used to juggling, uh, like several things at once. Yeah. Like groceries and babies all at one time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Managing a household, taking care of the kids, running people to their appointments. Yeah. So organizing question, like, how does that not get in the way of you doing the job? Because you have all these other responsibilities. Like, you're literally responsible for little humans running around. That is a very good point. And I'm glad you brought that up because when I talked to uh, Brad from his, uh, from River City Doors, he had me talk to his assistant that he just hired um, and give her some advice on how to handle working virtually. And the number one thing that I always tell these girls when I'm talking to them is that I treat my job like an office job. I have a separate room in my house that is just for work. And I sit here and I'm at work. I'm not putting a load of laundry in. I'm not, you know, running around and doing chores and checking my computer every 15 minutes. Like I, this is my office. This is the, like, it's like you walk through the door, just like you were walking through your, uh, to the office in the morning. And I think like, making sure that I'm not wearing my pajamas to work and actually getting dressed and in doing those same types of things that are, that would be required if I actually was going into a job helps me compartmentalize and, and really 
do the best work that I can while I'm here. Like when Bear is sick, he knows that even though he's here, I'm at work and and I can um I can focus because he knows that he has to like I'm at work. It's we treat it exactly the same way. So Thanks, um, I see them guns. Have you been working out? <laughs> yes, I have been working out. Go ahead, flex. Show the guns off. Oh <laughs> You getting into bodybuilding or something? I am lifting some more, but I only have like little eight pound dumbbells here in the apartment. So look, I'm blushing. You got those from eight pound dumbbells? Yeah. I need that's to get some awesome. dumbbells. <laughs> I need 12. So that's my next step. But yeah. I think that's great advice um, for, for that side of things. Now, I think the greatest value is when you're first getting started if you're at a house and like, let's say you're at a house and you're measuring, right. Uh, you could literally go to the truck and say, you know, Hey, can you build this quote for me? Put this information in, here's where we're at, put this price in, blah, 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 whatever. And they, they could be building that out. And then you get back out of the truck and go in and, you know, converse with the customer while the, the quotes being built out. I mean, there's like, or, you know, if you got a request pricing, you get in the truck, you're headed to your next job, you call her, you say, hey, um, I put some notes in that last job. Will you go in there and request pricing from uh, this manufacturer and this manufacturer for those doors? And then now that's in the works before you even get to your next job. And if you're able, I mean, she could even log into the portal. If you have backend access, build out the quote send it to the customer and call and make sure they got it before you even get to the next job. I mean, what's the value in that as, you know, and answer the phone and respond to your emails. I mean, I don't, I don't really see how that doesn't make you 10 times more effective when it comes to being a business owner, especially a one man show or like a really small company. Absolutely. Yeah. So what do we do when you guys go on vacation? That's a real problem. Shut down the whole company. <laughs> <laughs> That's my issue is I never like, even on vacation, you find me working. Like I cannot. That's it's just how my brain is wired. Just, I know, Jen, I'm the same way. Like it's very hard not to. And I didn't even take a vacation until December, you know? So it's- Congratulations on that, by the way. Thank you. I'm going again in March. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's hard for- I'm fulfilled by this. And I know that Jen is the same way. Like, this is how, this is what gives us purpose and what, why, you know, one of the things that makes us wake up in the morning is being excited about going to work and doing the things that we do. Um, yeah. So I will say like, and I'm, I'm going to follow up on that. You're right. Like when I wake up in the morning and I'm not a morning person, but when I wake up in the morning, I'm excited to come to work because I love working with you guys. You guys make it so much better than other companies that I've worked in the past. You guys care, um, you know, even about, um, like when, um, you know, Oakley, my dog, when her tail was having that issue, you guys were checking up on her, um, or even like mental health things like that. You want to work with somebody that's going to make sure that you're okay that you but fit. also care about work too. Like you, it's, it has to be kind of like right in the middle. And, you know, that's a huge thing for a company, not, you know, not a lot of corporates uh, really do that. Um, they just kind of hand you the work and expect you to do it. Um, and honestly, like when I started here, I could see a huge difference Mm -hmm. and everybody you know the whole team versus you know my previous job that I was working everything over there was just very you know one person would do the work someone else would claim the work and then it just turned into like a big issue here it's like we work as a team and we all get the credit which is awesome because it's you know it, we all put effort into something yeah yeah 
I mean, I think that can go to any employee, just making employee, creating an environment where employees feel valued and appreciated. And that's uh, like, it's a perk for small business companies too, right? In, in, you know, having an assistant that maybe is also looking in the corporate world for employment, like that kind of culture is not something that you're going to find at a Fortune 500 company. Mm-hmm. Uh, the garage door business has, I feel very unique in the way that the owners care about their staff. And so um, I think that any anybody who gets a position like Jen and I had is, is lucky to have it. And we're, you know, there are hard workers out there. I think that it would be a lot easier for the guys to find a good VA than it would be to, uh, to find an experienced tech at this point, for sure. <laughs> I, um, I would say that uh, probably one of the best decisions I ever made, and I doubted it for a long time, drug my feet. Uh, there's many different ways to get a virtual assistant. Mm-hmm. The biggest thing that I had to overcome was what it was costing me. Mm-hmm. Right. And not like, there's two ways to think of that. Now I think of it as what it cost me by not doing it sooner. And uh, back then I was looking at it as like, how many dollars am I going to have to pay for this? Right. Because uh-huh. it is, it is a fixed expense that will go to your, your overhead. But as we were saying, I mean, like when Tamara came on here, here it frees me up to do you know, virtual door dealer conference. Like she came on right before that and was helpful in that process. She helped plan GDU summit, which we got so much feedback from. I had, I had Jake Wold said, what did he say? It was one of the two best two or three conferences he's ever been to. He did say that. That's impressive. Right. Like a lot of stuff he said. Yeah. So we created GDU out of virtual door dealer conference. Right. And then, you know, you ran those meetings and um, still do. And uh, the guys love it. And so I love that, it too. That, that was, that was like, you, but think about it. Um, a virtual assistant helped me create a whole nother leg of my business that I could have never done without you. Right. And so, um, and it's not dependent on me, mm-hmm. right? Like I try to join all the meetings, which I'm on most of them. Uh, but I don't have to be on time. I can be there five minutes late. You're already got the thing rolling. Um, you know, and so I like to be in there just to hear how the guys are doing. Like I, I love that part of it. And then if I've got any like information to share from, from just my perspective is very different than everybody else's. Yeah. So I like to share it a lot of times just because my background is different. And so I can, I can, I can give opinions that uh, provoke thought, not that it's necessarily the right opinion or, you know, you should take my advice. It's more like, Oh, Hey, here's another thing to think about. And uh, while you're forming your own opinion, you can take mine, you can take, you know, his and hers and whatever. So um, I I just think that like, as business owners, we'll put off important things because it's not something we love to do. And admins, administrative type people and virtual assistants, I don't know that they like love to do the work, but they, they're typically people pleasers to a degree mm-hmm. and they love doing the work for you. Yes. And, um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of like, you know, uh, I think it's a good connection and it can free you up to do so many more things, you know, things that you've dreamed about doing in your business that you haven't done, um, for years. And it's been on the back burner and you're like, man, if I could just do this, um, you know, and I mean, heck dude, you may get a virtual assistant who one day runs one of your businesses like Tamara, right? I mean, hell, Jen could probably run five of my businesses at the pace he works. <laughs> By yourself uh, between but, eight and 12 in the morning and then she'd right. kill it. Yeah. <laughs> my assistant in the afternoon. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I just think that it's important that, that you understand the value of what we're talking about when it comes to virtual assistant. And we don't have virtual assistants to give you or sell you. 
This isn't a pitch. This is just, um, I think there's a lot of value in this topic. And we wanted to have the conversation and kind of share some different ideas and things and ways that uh, virtual assistants can be used. I just like the fact that if somebody wants to schedule an appointment with me, I have Calendly, which is nice, but I don't even have to be involved in that process, right? Uh, Tamara or Jen would be like, hey, so-and-so wants to meet with you, uh, but you don't have an open appointment for, you know, till this time. So, you know, we work it out, kind of chat about it. And sometimes I'll just put it on my calendar. Tamara was really good about that. Um, and so just kidding, Tamara. Um, I got it. Like I will forever give Tamara a hard time because like, your damn calendar. <laughs> yeah. I commit to so much and I'll have like eight appointments back to back all day long. And then I'll be like, how the hell do we have this many appointments? And it, it's all my fault, but I obviously have to blame somebody else because I don't want to accept responsibility publicly. I the one thing that. that Hammer did tell me, which was awesome advice from the start, was to, when you schedule for Ryan, give him a little break in between meetings. And you, that's, I've been trying to do that. And I appreciate that advice because that, you know, as any human being, nobody wants to go back to back. Yeah. Always try to give him a lunch. Yes. <laughs> lunch. Um, right. I did think of something as well. Um, so around, like Christmas time, uh, I typically don't get my kids presents. Uh, we usually buy tickets to do stuff um, because it's, you know, about memories and, ha- and spending time with your kids and, you know, having fun. Um, because, you know, toys, they break the next day. Um, that brings me to, you know, business owners. When you hire a virtual assistant, full-time, part-time, whatever the case is, you know, even though you're spending some money, you get to go home to your kids and spend time with them. Mm-hmm. You get to have your a personal life. You get to take your wife on a date. You know, you get to do things that you wouldn't have been able to do if you didn't hire a virtual assistant. Yeah. So I yeah. think that is a big thing, you know, being able to be with your family um, and also stepping away from the company for your mental health, getting a break about not thinking about the company all day, you know, just enjoying time, you know, some wine or something with your wife, admiring how pretty she is or how grown your kids are, you know, like that's it gives you ideas to make your marriage better. Valentine's Day is coming up or it might be over by this time. We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know exactly when this is releasing. Uh, Yeah. So all good stuff. Um, I think it's good to shut it down. We've been on here for a minute, Uh, but I just think that it could help so many business owners bring balance back. Jen brought up a good point that we didn't even talk about was like, you know, I think all of our marriages have seasons, you know, it's busy you know, our wives and kids may get ignored a little bit more than usual. Um, We may get pulled in a bunch of different directions. I think it's important that, you know, priorities are priorities and right. And our family comes before work. And although we got, we got to take care of stuff and there's certain times where we do have to prioritize work first, you don't want that to become the norm and having a virtual assistant can, can save you time. So if you're working a 12 hour day every single day and you hire a virtual assistant for 10 or 12 hours a month, um, to 10 or 20 hours a month or a week, 10 or 20 hours a week, sorry, then that could free you up to only work eight or maybe you stay working 12 because that's what you're cool with doing. But now you're more effective and you got like, you know, four hours a day back maybe five hours a day back from doing admin work so you Mm -hmm. can be uh, making phone calls or whatever you're doing yeah Uh, recruiting hiring interviewing people hell i even have tamara and jen uh they'll call they'll call uh people who have applied to the job listing and just kind of screen them see if their energy's good see if they're a good culture fit and if they like them, then I talk to them. And if I talk to them and like them, I send them to Josh. Um, 
but it keeps me from having to, you know, weed through hundreds of, of uh, resumes and stuff. Yeah. So, so many different things. I mean, I, I don't even, um, I don't even know. I mean, I bet Jen Tamara is probably uh, reminded me of like wedding anniversary and birthdays, gifts that I need to buy. And like, but when we're head down and we're running really hard, those are the types of things that like we just unfortunately forget because uh, we're, we're too head down. So if you are interested in working on your business and not in it every day, hire somebody to work in it and, and do that. And, uh, you know, it took us what, about two months to really hit our groove, Tamara. Yeah. That's what, that's my estimate. Yeah. So, you know, and then when they come on, be patient, give constructive criticism, give feedback, allow them to give you feedback. You might have to change a couple of things that you do to help them, but they're on an Island and uh, they're only as effective as you allow them to be. So giving them that ability to access all your stuff and then keeping in constant communication, that's going to be key. So I hope you guys got a lot out of this. Anything you two want to add? Nope. If anybody wants to contact or has additional questions, you're more than welcome to reach out to me at Tamara at suchmedia.co. I'm happy to jump on a call with you to talk um, if if there's anything that I can do to help for sure. Uh, The last thing I would want to add, um, if you do hire somebody, make sure that they take good and bad feedback well and they, they run with it. Uh, that, you know, that's how they improve themselves. Um, so um, having someone understand where you're coming from is a big, big thing too. Yeah. And that's what I told a lot of people take me wrong because I'm kind of blunt, especially through text. Mm-hmm. I'll just fire off messages because I'm in the middle of a bunch of stuff. Um, and some people take that as like, you know, where's the time yeah. or whatever. And I'm not mad. I'm just like, Hey, I need this or whatever. Um, and so, you know, on the, I, I know that about myself. And so with Tamara, when I was interviewing her, one of the, if you'll remember, one of the things I said was I need to be able to give you things and not feel like I need to sugarcoat it with a bunch of words. Yeah. And you were like, yeah, that's no problem. And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, that was tough for me because you know, I, I'm trying to be very respectful of how I ask for things, but there's times where I'm just going so fast. I just need to fire something off because it's front of mind. Yeah. I don't want to forget it. And so I just fire it off at whatever point that I'm at. And she did a phenomenal job of just being like, got it. I'm on it, you know, and then, hey, it's done. Um, keeping me up to date with the progress. So all that stuff is is great. Yep. All right. Well, if you are not already shopping for a virtual assistant, maybe you should be. Uh, there's a Facebook group. Would you suggest people join in that and posting their need, or would you suggest going a different route to find somebody? There is one. There's a whole bunch of them, and I'll we'll put a couple of links in the show notes um, to the different a couple of different Facebook groups um, where you can post job opportunities. Um, there are also some agencies that if you reach out to me, I can connect you with, uh, as well. So cool. And if you're a such and such media client, you can reach out to us cause we have some secrets that we will not share, but <laughs> we can help you find people. Yeah. Give us a shout. Let us know if you need anything. Uh, thank you for following along. If you haven't liked our Facebook page, make sure you do so subscribe and crush that notification bell. Just kidding. That was a joke. I just like saying it. I know. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube because we're on there too. Thank you. Be blessed. Be safe. Have a wonderful day. Say bye, Jen. Bye. Bye, Jen. Bye.